Well, um, today is day four of uh, the Alpha's Next podcast. This is your uh, your lone uh, on-air talent, Terry Nugent. And I use the word talent, of course, somewhat loosely. That's up to you to decide, dear listeners, out there in podcast land. But, um, you know, uh, we live in very uh, highly charged emotional times. So uh, I think managing your emotions is the key to managing your investments. Um, I have decided to turn off my Facebook notifications on my phone because I've found that I have, you know, we all have like latent hidden superpowers, and I found that mine seems to be inadvertently uh, really getting people upset. Uh, You know, uh, I had a little thing yesterday on Facebook with, uh, you know, this whole labeling of the virus. Is it it the corona novel virus? Is it the Chinese virus? Well, don't call it, guys, don't call it the Chinese virus because a lot of people are pretty upset about that even though you know china is a country it's not a not a race but i listen i don't want you know it's kind of like a larry david episode sometimes so uh so watch what you say and watch who you say it to there's no point losing friends at a time like this we need all the friends we can get right so uh, you know kumbaya and i i just was watching what prompted me to go on air or whatever this is here is I'm listening to a guy. Uh, later, please. I'm listening to a guy named. Uh, I just had somebody knock on the door. I got to get a studio. So uh, I'm listening to this guy named Ricky Sandler on CNBC with Eminence Capital, which is, and this guy's like from Central Casting. You know, he looks uh, living the living the living the dream. And, he, you know, he's bullish, and I'm bullish, too. I mean, you know, uh, I, I uh, got a comment from one of my listeners, and you know who you are because there's not that money right now. And he said, you know, not bad for a first try. It's kind of, you know, faint praise, but I'll take it. And he said, I agree with you that this is uh, one of the uh, maybe three or four chances in our long lifetimes because he's the same age I am. Uh, to just make a killing in the market. But he said not yet. Uh, well, Ricky uh, is younger than us and, and is obviously one of these guys who gets out in the morning, you know, ready to do uh, marine push-ups. And uh, he's very bullish. And he says, <laughs> he says, you know, all these guys that are cooped up with their wives, they're going to go back to Vegas. They can't wait to get out of the house. So I'm going to invest in uh, in casinos and cruise ships and i'm thinking boy are you gonna get flamed on on social media you know what i mean but uh this is the, you know you just gotta be careful you know don't let your emotions get get hold of you and and say things that you may regret and don't do things that you may regret there there was another guy on on cnbc today who's a tennis player and he's you know, CNBC interviews these celebrities that, uh, like Al Michaels is a big CNBC guy. I guess he's got time in his hands So when he's not on the air. So he watches CNBC all the time, and they'll have him call in to impress people that celebrities actually follow 
uh, watch CNBC. I'm sure it does wonders for their advertising rates. But so this tennis player, and I don't know who he is, but he lives in lives right in the ocean in California, so he must be a pretty good tennis player. And he's talking about how he was seventy, I think it was seventy eight percent equity, and 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 the rest cash, no bonds, no uh, commodities. And so he's been having a pretty bad uh, tennis player day, and he's he must be one of these John McEnroe types, like I used to be before I took anger management. Um, and, uh, you know, he's like, instead of throwing the racket when he hits a bad shot, he's throwing his iPhone around, <laughs> he's throwing his iPad around, you know, he broke them. Don't start throwing devices at the walls, guys. I mean, that just puts you in... Worse shape because now you got to go out and get the iPhone. You may pick up the virus, and plus the Apple store is closed. So it doesn't help to throw your devices at the wall. I I know this. I you know I've tried this uh, in lieu of technical support. It it doesn't work. You know, and it doesn't make the charts move the way you want them to move. I remember when I traded options, I used to try throwing stuff against the wall. You know, Mister Market doesn't care about your little temper tantrums. So avoid those. Um, you know, investment management is emotional management, so manage yourself, you know. It's like Marcus Aurelius. So, um, you know, here we are. We're at 2385 right now intraday. Uh, looks like the, uh, I don't know what the S&P opened at. I imagine it opened closer to my level. My level's 2500 I think yesterday we closed a little below that. I think it was around 2400 I'm just doing this from memory. This is not a real, I don't have a producer or anything. Uh, the VIX is now at 63, which is down from it was 79. So, you know, if you're still selling uh, puts, uh, you could still do that strategy, I think. Uh, you got to go down at a little bit of a level, and God, be careful with these things because you know you got to have enough margin, and you know never sell a put at a level below which uh, or above which you don't want to get uh, get get served with the shares. Um, there's a different word for that, which I can't remember. This is you know you're not paying for this, so it's not perfect. Um, so that trade, but I, interestingly enough, my partner got back from India, and I, you know, I pitched him on this trade, and he talked to my options guru Dan Keegan, the options thinker. If you Google options thinker Dan Keegan, if you want to, he teaches a course on how to trade options. You know, which you should have taken like five years ago. But if you want to learn how to do it now, that's what I did. I, you know, after the crash in two thousand eight, I thought, hey, you know, I got to step up my game, so I took the course, and I can't tell you I did all that well, but that's because I didn't listen to Dan. So if you take the course, listen to Dan. Uh, do what he says to do. Uh, you know, but that trade, I think, the the trade I was talking about was having enough margin and, and we are going to sell uh, some S&P foot, uh, spider puts at like, uh, I think, 240 You know, so the premium is like, I think, 20 bucks. So you would end up getting... Uh, getting a sign, that's the word. Uh, if if it closed uh, at under 220, so 
or if it closed under 240 with the net of the premium in effect you'd be buying the spiders at 220 which is a good trade you know if you think the level is 2200 uh but my partner didn't go for that so we're not going to do that uh i still think that's a pretty good trade but you know and my partner said to me well that's you know it's a gamble and i said you know prob one thing i learned about investing and i wasn't happy about it because i'm not a gambler but all investing is really gambling you're making a decision based on the unknowable future which the day I realized that I actually quit trading options because it's like, I'm not a good gambler. I don't even know what the hands are in poker. You can ask anybody who's ever tried to play poker with me. But, you know, what What I think my partner was getting at is that, um, you know, options have a very short time frame. Or they, they can have long time frames, but, you know, the one we were thinking about was very short. So you might be right in the long run even though as keen said in the long run we'll all be dead that's one sure but but uh you know if you do a short uh short term option like these were april expirations you don't really know what's going to happen between now and then and that's why you know that's why they make the market they they calculate the odds and they try to be on the right side of it I mean, options are a lot like a sports book, you know. Uh, you've got uh, the bookies making odds to even out the, the 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 each side of the bet, and then they take the biggerish. That's a lot like what a market maker does in options. You know, they want to be what they call delta neutral. So no matter what happens, if the stock goes up and down, they still make money, and that's the premium. So... Um, that's why, you know, Dan teaches you how to trade like a market maker and stay delta neutral, which I was never that good at. But uh, most people have a view, and if you buy a stock, if you buy the stock outright, there's no expiration date on a stock. You can hold it forever. You can get out anytime, but you don't have to. If you buy an option, there's an expiration date. If you're wrong at, at date certain, then you're, you're gone. If you're, if you're long the premium, you lose it. Uh, if you sold insurance and, and, and the stock goes below the level you insured, you lose your premium. So, and you get served, you get assigned the stock maybe. So, uh, or you, you can always avoid getting assigned, but, you know, you're going to pay the price. So anyway, options are, you know, uh, not for, you know, don't try this at home unless you're, you know, educated about it. And there are ways to get educated. But meanwhile, uh, for the average investor... Uh, you know, number one, listen to, if you're, it's kind of like the coronavirus test, you know, I don't really know that I would recommend to anybody that they go in and bang on the table to get it, especially the emergency room, uh, if you don't have any symptoms, you know, you're just going to clog the system up. Likewise, calling your investment advisor at a time like this, uh, you know, what are they going to do? So I did call mine because I thought I might have a margin call. And the, oddly enough, the guy told me that I've got a nice cushion because I've got a loan against my uh, my portfolio at Chase. I almost think the banks are, you know, taking it easy on the margins because they don't want to continue to stampede this. Because if they keep making margin calls, that's just going to have this death spiral on the market. I have a feeling they've kind of been, and this is purely speculation on my part, 
uh, that maybe they've been advised by the powers that be in Washington to take it easy on the margin calls. I don't know. But we do see, you know, the Dow is down a half a percent. It's really stabilized here. Uh, the S&P is down just under 1% right now. And 10-year uh, yield is at 1.94. And the NASDAQ's actually up a little. So, you know, uh, you get the sense that for whatever reason, this thing is starting to find its level. Uh, and I, I was talking to somebody today who's a smart smart fellow and is in the uh, association management field and the medical side. And I said, you know, what's the other shoe that could drop? You know, even if this is like a centipede with, with, with 10,000 shoes, I mean, a lot of shoes have dropped. You know, WHO has declared it to be a pandemic, which everybody knew. Fed has decreased the rate to zero. It would, what's the worst that could happen next? You know, in fact, I think the worse it gets in terms of the sheltering in place and New York and California and Florida are telling people not to come out of their house unless it's an essential function. The more social distancing and isolation and, and everything else that people do, the better. It's just going to slow it down, you know. It slows down the economy, but it also slows down the virus, and that makes this a, a lot less... Uh, fatal than it would be otherwise. You know, that keeps the ca casualty rate down. And uh, so I think that, you know, under the circumstances, things are actually being done properly now or more properly than they were. You know, the private sector is going crazy, developing, you know, it's kind of like World War II, right? I mean, Trump was talking about being a wartime president and we're at war with this virus. So, you know, when we go to war with people, we, we, we can generate an awful lot of uh, firepower. And uh, the private sector's going uh, bonkers, developing vaccines, developing new drugs, uh, testing old drugs against the disease. Uh, we're really mobilized here in a good way. So, uh, and this is the greatest economy in the world, and I think it's the greatest healthcare industry in the world. So when we gear up and apply ourselves and kind of go into temporary socialist mode, uh, great things can be accomplished. So I am bullish. Um, and, you know, the timing is, you know, maybe it's a little early, I don't know. Uh, but we're still lingering around my 2,500. Now it's a 2,400, 2,391 to be exact. Um I, I, you know, I, I'm, we're talking about some stocks, okay? And it looks like at this point, and uh, in our investment arm is Ventures Next. This is Alpha's Next is our kind of, you know, clubhouse for hopefully accredited investors. But anybody can listen in. Uh, you know, on the investment side, uh, we're kind of leaning, it looks like, toward actually going outright equities. And... Uh, you know, I like these stocks that have gotten down in single digits that don't belong there, you know, because that's kind of like the old, I think I mentioned this in some of my previous uh, ramblings, you know, single-digit stocks like, uh, 
you know, nine handle anywhere into there. It's kind of like an option. I mean, you could pay that much for an option now with, all, with the high volatility. So if you can buy a, I mean, guys are buying Carnival. Carnival's up 20% today. <clears throat> you know, Disney's obviously another one that's going to come out of this strong. Um, casino stocks. You know, they're, the harder they've been hit, uh, the the more rebound potential they've got, I think, you know, because if you throw the ball, you throw the Super Bowl down hard, it's going to go bounce up even harder. So anyway, um, you know, the house, the house is getting loud here, and, of course, we're sheltering in place. So I think before this becomes uh, polluted with noise, I am going to bid you adieu and mention to you that, you know, uh, we're going to try to remember at the end of these, based on legal advice, uh, this is all copyrighted material. However, you may uh, feel free to share it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we do have a copyright on it. And, uh, you know, Alpha's Next is trademarked and copyrighted and all that stuff. So um, I don't know that it's you know, all that compelling enough where anybody would want to steal it. But, you know, don't do that. Uh, but do feel free to share this podcast. We encourage that. Um, and as I say, you know, Alpha's next. This is the first visible or audible sign. And that's it. Bye-bye. <laughs>